Welcome back to Draft Vice. I don't know why I'm so excited, but you're here, so. Yay! And Harry's here. Hello! And, uh, dude, it's, uh, it's the off-season. It sure is. The most depressing, what, nine months of the year, or like... I think the most depressing is that, like, that time between the draft... Actually, I think this is the most depressing, because yeah, it's, like, it's, you haven't hit the time where you're really into the draft season yet, like uh, the Combines next week. If you're really into draft season, you're already into it. Like There's the Senior Bowl, there's the East-West Shrine game, you're starting to warm back into it, but now it's kind of more of as a casual, yeah. like, once-a-week thing. Like, like, wor- like, worst part of the year by far is, like, after the Super Bowl and, like, to, like, before the draft. Yeah, like, well, before free agency, then all the oh, yeah. news comes out, you can kind of at least, but you're right, like, there's this, like, there's, like, a month where it's just, it feels so, like, wow, I, I you know what it is, it's the, uh, it's withdrawal, right? I actually yeah. start feeling it in January with the mm-hmm. playoffs, too, because I go from watching, like, eight games a week to one game, two games, three yeah. games, like, four? Yeah, like, early, early playoffs, you're watching four games, like, I, uh, you know, I, I, I like the general regular season. Oh, me too. And go, buff, I, go I Buffalo Wild Wings. You see, like you see, like what eight games on Whoa. at once? Yes, that's how I opened the season. Was at Buffalo Wild Wings, and then I went to Dave and Buster's to watch the Browns lose. I'm like, maybe you'll have be luckier if I go to the other bar that has all the games on. It didn't nope. work. Didn't work. Titans still won, a- and uh, Bill still won that game too against the Jets. We sure did. Just had to remind you. Thank um, you for that. Sorry, but yeah. So this is a little bit of the downer time, but it is fun because it's kind of we're building up the free agency. Uh, that starts, I think, uh, March 14th this year, and before that, we'll have the combine in like a week and a half, two weeks. And that's going to be now. It's going to be on at night. Yeah, because people want you know, if you want to watch a bunch of dudes in their underwear, might as well watch them at night, right? Exactly. What better time? Doing uh, doing sprints and uh, catching balls. Yes, no double entendres there. Never. Not not in this show. No, we're a family show. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Depends on what kind of family you have. Anyway, uh, so it's the off season. We got a couple of teams to talk about, and we sure do. Before we even get into that, the good thing about the off season is you do get every once in a while those springs of like information, right? Tony Jefferson just got released by the the Ravens, Ravens. so that's saving about twelve million in cap. Uh, another uh, Josh Norman released by the Redskins. I think when we uh, we discussed this, uh, the Washington team, we discussed it. About uh, yeah, this being Josh a potential Norman, cut, right. man. Like you, were, you were on this episode. I was. Yeah. Well, there we go. We were right. We we called it. There we go. We we, we, we high, got high five. High five. Yeah, we got one. We got one. Actually, I, oh, another thing. Um, rumors are. I, I I think this was the other one that I did. I did this with uh Ricky. Was when we did the Broncos one. I had mentioned Byron Jones to the Denver Broncos, and now rumors are that the Broncos are looking at Byron Jones for free agency. So yes. uh, there you go. Uh, this is why you listen to this podcast, everybody. You might get tidbits like this oh, man is an bad. oracle. Yes, this is, I've uh, I've spoken to the gods, the football gods, and they have told me the Browns will still suck next year. Oh, you you bastard! You. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll have another team that sucks this year. Uh, we're going to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, hold on, before we do that, right? Because we got it was uh, Josh Norman. They also released Paul Richardson, Washington, uh, the Washington Snyder team, and. Uh, Chargers have basically uh, said that they're going to go ahead and move on from the Philip Rivers. They posted that on uh, the the Twitter verse, and uh, Vic Beasley's moving going to be not on the Falcons. Yeah. Also, oh, so you mentioned uh, Vic Beasley. I remember 
Somebody goes, sources, and like someone on Twitter goes, sources for this, and it goes, us, we're the Falcons. Exactly, yes, the Falcons were the source of the Falcons. <laughs> um, oh, well, yeah, and then Matt Judon implied in a post responding to Tony Jefferson getting released that he was not going to be back with the Ravens this year, so he's a free agent. Yeah. So it, it does not sound like he's getting re-signed either. Um, I actually am not shocked by that. Uh, their, the, the, the value of their unit was their pass coverage, not yes. their... Not their pass rush. Judon was decent, but a lot of his stuff came unblocked, a lot of scheming. So Judon's going to be a free agent. Tony Jefferson's now going to be a free agent. He could sign with anybody right now because he's uh, been released. Uh, so, And then Phillip Rivers will be finding himself a new team. We did a QB review uh, preview episode a couple weeks ago. And Talked a lot about Phillip Rivers. Yeah, he you know, kind of expected this, kind of was walking off into the sunset, saying bye-bye to the Chadges. Uh, his old teammate, Eric Weddle, just retired, and he said he's going to retire as a Raven because he clearly shows that players who used to play for the Chargers do not like the Chargers. No. It's just a fact, folks. Um, one of the potential teams, though, and we're actually uh, we'll talk about their former quarterback, Jameis Winston, got LASIK surgery. He did. Watch out, League. Gonna he's be- now going to see that there's only three receivers on the field and a tight end. And he's going to be able to tell what color their shirts are. I don't think this LASIK fix colorblindness. I don't know. Just going along with it. I didn't. Cl- I clearly didn't think of this joke through very well. Oh, LASIK fix colorblindness. Colorblind people take LASIK. Actually, don't t- don't take that as a as an endorsement of any kind of surgery. Um, He's a lawyer, not a doctor. That's true. I only played one on TV. Never. I played one in a porn once. Moving on. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> So we're going to talk about the Buccaneers. Their former quarterback got LASIK, so maybe he'll be able to see where he's throwing. Uh, they've been rumored to be the team tied with uh, with Philip Rivers. No, because he did relocate his family from California to Florida. Yes, he wanted to be by the Florabama shore. and Because uh, his family's actually from Alabama. He's, he's, he grew up in Alabama. Did not know that. Yeah. Um so he, the, there's good reason why people think that he's moving down there. I think the question is, do the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, are they interested? And it sounds like they are, which is weird because does he fit that offense? Yeah. Like, does he fit a Bruce Arians deep-style passing offense? Is Bruce Arians going to adapt to fix to fit what Phillip Rivers does well? Uh, it's definitely a better O-line than the Chargers, but then mm-hmm. again, you can go behind like a uh, a rugby team. Uh, was, uh, you can go behind a a JV team O-line, and you'll probably be better off than the Chargers. They were playing guys off the street. Yep. So uh, I, I I think Phillip Rivers, I, I listen, I like Phillip Rivers. I think he's better off going to the Colts anyway. Yeah, I'd say so. But... Or joining a cult. Hmm. He almost has a cult. He, that's why he had to move to Florida. He's got like 37 kids. Yeah. He had to like find like Remember, an area to let him roam. Is, this is a real stat. Phillip Rivers has more children than he did wins last year. That doesn't shock Yeah. Yeah, he's got like nine kids and like five wins. Um, Miles Garrett's back. Bra- that's some Browns news for you. Miles Garrett's back, and uh, then he did an interview today with Mina Kimes, yeah. uh, kind of um going back over the why you know, he did what he did without actually justifying it. Yeah, like he was like, uh, the guy called me uh, a stupid N word, which I'm like, I'm not gonna make a yeah. an assessment on how somebody's reaction to that is because I don't have the uh the I don't have the opacity monitor that that would tell you that I should be able to tell you how somebody should feel when they get... I say, I say Garrett should have swung harder. I think if, if Mason Rudolph had said that in a bar somewhere, it probably would have been a similar case. Um, 
I and I think even Garrett goes, listen, I, it wasn't. It's not an excuse. It was, but and, and again, he didn't want it to come out. He didn't want it to be seen as an excuse. He had done the. Uh, he was in the appeals process, and the appeal leaked out, and people had heard that's what he was alleging in the appeal. He had told members of the Brown staff, including John Dorsey and the the owners of the team and the coach that the day of and that was actually a statement by john dorsey so uh, like that they he might not have told other teammates he might not have told the media although he did have an interview scheduled with jay glazer which the browns nixed. yes they canceled yeah so i don't know i, I think he's been pretty consistent in the story maybe he didn't hear or maybe he misheard it but i don't think the guy was just being like calling him a snicker because, like, maybe he's saying, yo, Miles Garrett, you're you're hungry. You're angry. Get, here, get a Snicker. Remember that commercial? We do. We do. Yes. Uh, I don't think that's what happened. Uh, and Mason Rudolph has a, a weird history. Some with, pretty uh, questionable views. Yeah. So I'm not I, – I listen, I'm not going to make an – I'm not going to take away from what uh, one or the other. At, at this point, Garrett wanted to tell his side of the story. Everybody had known that this was alleged, and this was his way of saying, "Hey, like, listen, I have to. I still had to be better as a person." And but this is why I did what I did. Yeah, and, and there's there's such thing as mitigating circumstances when you when you go to when you have a court case. Like it's there's some things that that take away. Like, hey, you were in a crazed state. Somebody called you a word that has you know hundred years of uh, negative racial history behind you. So there's somebody hit you in the balls. I've never actually got to argue that one in court, but that'd be a fun one. Give it Your time. Your Honor, he hit him in the balls. He deserved to be punched in the face. But anyway, um, we're talking about the Bucks, everybody. We're talking about the Bucks, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, they got a lot of money because they don't got a quarterback. No, they don't. The, the, their no. potential options at quarterback right now are – they don't have a quarterback. I think Blaine Gabbert's going into free agency. James Winston's going into free agency. Uh, they've been tied to rumors with Philip Rivers. They got $80 million in cap space. They got a couple of guys potentially leaving in free agency, including uh, uh, Jameis Winston, Jason Pierre-Paul, Shaq Barrett. I think they want Shaq Barrett back for sure. He was great. Peyton uh, Barber. Carl Nassib. Um, Prashad Perriman, who played really well as their third receiver last year and kind of stepped up when they didn't have any receivers. So, uh DeMar Dotson, the right tackle, is also a potential free agent. He's getting older. They need to replace him. It's a, it's a team with a lot of uh, – but it seems like the good core of, like, their receivers are still there. Um, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Yeah, it's really more, I think, to me, about re-signing guys and getting a quarterback. Yeah. Um, I, I think it, it's a good team in the draft to try to move up. Try to get somebody like a Herbert or a Jordan Love, and even if you sign Philip Rivers, you're not committed to Philip Rivers forever. So if that was the plan they were going to do, like maybe move up in the draft, trade a first for like because they're what 14th in draft, so move up in the draft, try to get. Uh, I think Justin Herbert fits their 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 uh, their uh, team perfectly. Try to move up to like five, but you're at 14, right? Yeah, that's a you're a ways yeah. down. You got to get up the you got to get up the you gotta get the the ladder, folks. So I think uh, they should target one in the draft. I heard them tied to Jacob Eason in the second round, um, and that they might sign Philip Rivers. 
I, I think the reason why Philip Rivers is such a, a big tie is I honestly don't know if who would you rather have Philip Rivers or Jameis Winston at this point though. Thing is, thing late is, so, stage Philip Rivers. Keep in mind, we're not talking about early stage Philip. You know what? I'm talk. I'm gonna take LASIK new improved Jabo Winston. That's the thing. Like two years in offense changes you, right? Two years in, he's, and he, and he, he knows was, it. And he was second in passing yards this year. He was first in interceptions. He was honestly he should have been defensive player of the year. He he had thirty interceptions, three fumbles. How many pick sixes? Like six of them. Like there was just so many yeah. sixes, so many pick sixes. He threw he threw enough touchdowns again, like for the other team. Uh, I I think I'd go with Winston as well. I think I'd actually prefer Winston in some regard. Uh, he he's a he's got a stronger arm. He's going to be the second year in that offense. If you're just franchise tagging him, you're you're keeping it for a one year deal. And then you can go ahead and sign some guys, draft somebody. And, and if he proves himself that he's capable of playing at a high level consistently, you give him a bigger deal. Yeah. Now, he might say, listen, I'm not playing on the franchise tag, in which case you kind of backed yourself into a corner. But I don't see where else he's going to go. And if anything, I'm on Winston. I'll take a $20 million deal and prove myself and have it that you can't franchise tag me on the $20 million. But I don't know if they would agree to that or not. I just yeah. think that would be a good negotiation tactic. Listen. I'll drop it cheaper so that way you guys could re-sign me. One-year deal, no franchise tag. Yeah. I don't know if they would do it because they have the franchise tag on the table now. Spending an extra $10 million on a franchise tag probably probably nixes it either way. Yeah. Um, Shaq Barrett? Shaq Barrett, I think they should re-sign, right? They're, yeah. they're losing Sue. They're potentially losing J JPP. They might be able to re-sign JPP as well, but Shaq Barrett was a – beast for them they didn't even have jp at the jpp at the beginning of the year and shaq barrett was going b nanas right this is a guy who kind of got overshadowed the last year when he was in, with the broncos and they had bradley chubb and von miller and it's hard to get around those guys right now you got now now you're you go to a team that runs a three uh, a three four you're a great pass rusher and just it worked right it, that team seemed like it worked with him there I think he's he's got to be back. He's got to be at the highest priority to get back there. Um, they're also losing JPP potentially to free agency. He played really well. He he racked up 13 sacks a year and a half ago with one freaking hand. Yeah, with his uh, his mangled uh, ninja turtle hand. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. Um, so I think they could re-sign him. I don't think they re-signed Adamakan Sue. No, like, like you. I think you said it. I, I didn't even know. I, he was, I, I, I thought he was on my still on Miami. So, oh no, he was. Uh, he hasn't been on Miami in a few years. But shit, really? Yeah, he uh, he's been traveling, man. He's he went to L.A. Got oh yeah, that's sun, right. Oh yeah, that's right. He went was, to a Super Bowl. That's right. He was on the Rams last year. Then he went down to Tampa. Got some sun. Didn't go to a Super Bowl. And uh, I think. I think they can move on from him. They could probably find a D tackle to replace him. They have Vita Vea. He's some, seeming to come along a little bit better now. Uh, they've got a decent linebacking core with Le Levante David, who's probably one of the best linebackers in the NFL. And then they also uh, drafted uh, Devin White last year, who was a top five linebacking linebacker, who was a top five pick. Um, I think that defensively, I and I, they drafted so many corners the past few years. So I don't know how you can really make an argument yeah. to go after more corners. They have a great receiving core. They got two great tight ends with Cameron Brait and OJ Howard. 
They've got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Maybe they re-sign Brashad Perriman. He sounds like he wants to come back. He's a good deep threat. He was he was injured all of last year though. People are people were amazed at his run at the end of the year last year. But he didn't do like the reason why he didn't do anything for the first half is he was injured. Yeah. And we've all heard the saying, the best ability is availability. Mm-hmm. So I think he leaves um, because honestly, like you got two guys who are great. You could find somebody else unless his deal is relatively okay. I think that Brashad Perriman's goner. I think Sue is a goner. I think Shaq Barrett's a definite re-sign. And he even said he's willing to take a discount. Yeah. A slight discount. Not like big discount. But he's like, yeah, a couple million. Maybe I'll change it up where the guarantees are. I'll be here. I like this place. Tampa Bay, I love you. Which is amazing. Like, if you got a guy who loves to be at Tampa Bay, you got to keep, keep that guy. You keep that guy. I mean, if he wants to be in Tampa, you stick with the guy who wants to be in Tampa. So, uh... JPP is a question mark. Uh, the question is, can they? What are they paying for JPP, and can they get better? Right? Yeah. Could they sign a Dante Fowler for the same amount of money? Is that better or worse? Um, can they get a? Uh, actually, the friend of their the their 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 team up north from them, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have a guy potentially leaving Ngakwe. He'd be a nice fit for that yeah. team. A uh, good pass rusher. If they're not going to re-sign JPP, JPP is probably going to come on a cheaper deal though, because he's older. You know, he's been injured on and off. Um, ha- but again, he plays well. Uh, I think they let him walk. If they could find somebody who, I, I think they're not going to. I think they're going to see how it goes in free agency. I think he might be one of those guys where they go, listen, we'll t- we'll let you test the waters. We'll test the waters, and we come back. And it's like that. Uh, it's like that girlfriend you had that you guys both weren't really sure just, about each other. Just let her go to college. Let her do but, stuff. I'm not going to mention on this show. And then you come back and. Are you sharing with the show about like a past relationship? I don't want to talk about it. All right. All right. Well. All right. So, I, I again, I think big need for this team: quarterback, another big team, right tackle, right. Um, Demar Dotson potentially leaving a free agency. He's ancient. He's like. I don't know, three times my age, which is like a billion. Yeah. He um, is old. He is old. And uh, I think they might go for Jack Conklin, right? Right yeah. tackle for, uh, for everybody's Tessie Titans. Yeah, everybody's going to drop Jack Conklin for like the next. Every team is going to be dropping Jack Conklin because he's a right tackle. He played pretty well. He was highly drafted. Um, I think Tennessee might resign him, but if they don't resign him, then. Every team is going to be wanting to get him, right? And if you're not in a position to get a tackle in this draft, and there's a lot of them in this draft, he might be the guy that you go, okay, you know what? We can get him. He's younger, so we give him a contract, but we feel okay with the contract. I'm not sure he fits their scheme very well. Yeah. Um, he fits a more either you're doing a lot of power. Uh, like he he is a more run heavy right tackle. He is not a great pass protector. He is okay at it. He's decent. A lot of times he's getting a lot of help in a lot of the schemes that he's in, whether you're running an outside zone scheme like a Shanahan or, in his case, Arthur Smith's scheme. Uh, so you're getting a lot of help because you're the way you're running and you're bootlegging out and you're getting a lot of pass protection help that way. Uh, when Malarkey was there and they were running a lot more power concepts, they were still giving him a lot of, uh, again, like – help he, he's getting a lot of pass protection help meanwhile run blocking he's great he's probably top five in run blocking he's still a, a solid right tackle the the question is what is that worth uh, i know people have name dropped him to the giants giants have been kind of ha- had that same problem with nate solder though so with him going to tampa bay 
that's a team that doesn't give help to their their tackles. That's a team that doesn't give a lot of chip blocks and help to their offensive line. It's a lot of uh, you know minimal protection. Everybody go ISO routes, deep throwing the ball, trying to get as many you know uh, trying to win that way. Maybe he gets better with pass pro. I, I don't know. I, I I don't think he's really the best fit there. The problem is if you're looking for a guy in free agency, him and one other guy, Helode Vitae. Yes. The, the Eagles. He's leaving. That's another guy who I think might be – he might come cheaper than Conklin. Mm-hmm. He's that discount tackle that isn't on, you know, 132 years old like Jason Peters or like a uh, – uh, Anthony Costanza, who I don't think is leaving the Colts anyway, and so we and Andrew Whitworth, who yeah, again is on the Rams. And, ba- Andrew Whitworth was he like a hundred now? He, he's a hundred. Basically, there's a bunch of centenarians who are going into free agency. There are a bunch of hundred-year-old tackles because nobody teaches tackle anymore, so we got to keep the old ones like just sitting in ice the whole time. Yes. So. Uh, you're probably better off going if you're going to pay Whitworth uh, a certain amount of money. Or well, they're not going for Woodward. They're probably either going to go for Balaga. Balaga's much older too, or Conklin. Again, right tackle. Well, Vitae's played right tackle. He played left tackle. So you got a guy who's done swing work before. You play him at right tackle. Maybe you need to give him a little bit of help, but at least it buys you some time. And maybe you hope that he develops more. We've seen this guys in their like mid twenties in the NFL starting to get get a little bit more traction playing later on. So uh, I think right tackle is a big need. They've had some weird stuff with safety. I don't know what they're doing with corner. You know, you got Jamal Dean. You got uh, uh, Sean Murphy Bunting, who they drafted last year. They drafted a lot of corners, a lot of defensive backs the last few years. Um, some of them have shown that they can play. So uh, Carlton Davis. They've got a lot of not big-name guys, but I think they got a lot of guys that are good in man coverage, kind of fit Todd Bowles' scheme. Not a lot of big playmaking corners, but they're they're all right. We they can cover and we're going to blitz and we're going to try and get after their quarterback. It, it's a team that I'm not I'm not overly excited with ever because yeah. it's the Buccaneers. Yeah, I love Bruce Arians. About... No risk it, no biscuit. They aren't losing a lot of guys on their staff, so they're second year in. That's the only reason why I liked Winston coming back as a second year second, in somewhere. Second in the system. Yeah, you're you're getting more time with uh, the system, getting to know everybody. Getting also, to know... a better fit than Rivers with the deep ball. So yeah, stronger arm, uh, uh, better deep ball accuracy. But his decision making is suspect. But that LASIK surgery, as we mentioned, will hopefully help out with that. Yeah, I don't think that stops you from stealing crab legs or molesting no, uh, Uber drivers. No, it doesn't. So, um, yeah. That's the Buccaneers. How about them uh, Texans, right? All right. The other team in Texas. Oh, okay. I, I thought the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was in Texas. I'm like, uh, we got to get a map in here. So, anyway, the the, uh, the Texans, you're right. They are in Texas. That's a very that's a good point. I never thought about that. Me neither. It's in the name. I, I la- Last game they played, last game they played, they, uh, they were up 24 in the second quarter. And somehow were trailing by the half. They got Mahomed, Mahomed, Mahomed them. Like they started out with a ridiculous lead and lost it. So I don't know. I don't know how you can. I don't know how everybody busts on Shanahan for like, oh, you got twenty eight lead to these teams, uh, dude. Twenty four in the second quarter. 
And then, like, twice you you had bad fourth uh, down decisions. First you decided to not go for it on a fourth and one in their territory. Then you fake a punt? Yeah. Oh, by the way, Bill O'Brien happens to be... The new general manager. Yeah. I wonder how that's going to go. Because he's been such a... He's been a decent head coach. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. He's been a decent head coach. Some of the moves they've made, even though it's kind of suspect, especially how they've like traded away picks for everything now... Like we're just trading picks here, picks there, picks there, but they still have a second round pick. They still have a third round pick. They still have a couple of picks in the top one hundred. They don't have a first round pick this year, but uh, they they found ways of maneuvering around that. They uh, they traded for Gary and Conley uh, around uh, uh, from the Raiders at uh, the trade deadline. So they got him. They got Vernon Hargraves, who they claimed on waivers, who has a. Uh, who they can release? I think he, but I think he. I, I think they want to see what they can get from him. Uh, you know, they're they're trying to find ways to fix corner. That's dude. That was their worst problem. Corner. Yeah. Corner and basically everything on defense that wasn't JJ Watt and Whitney Merciless. Um, they got some good linebackers. I like Zach Cunningham. He's been a good linebacker. Uh, and the Reed's been a good safety. But other than those guys, like their their corners are aging out. They, Jonathan Joseph's like 90 now. Exactly. Just a whole bunch of old people, yeah. man. It's just, it, the NFL is just old people. Yeah. That's what we've learned. It's just, they basically recruit out of uh, the geriatric community. There's no young kids in football anymore. There aren't 20-year-olds. They're yeah, all no. in college or the XFL. And their moms are telling them, you can't play football. The CTE will ruin your brain. It's true. Yeah. Uh, Texas Texans have a lot of money. They do. Like Texans and Buccaneers have a lot of money. Te Buccaneers had way more money because they don't have a. Well, Buccaneers had a lot of money. Texans have decent amount of money. They're about average. They got fifty six million. Uh, they only have, they have a. Uh, they have Bradley Roby, their corner potentially leaving. He, he was a he was a deal that they had signed last year, one year deal. Uh, he played okay, pretty decent. He was probably their best corner on their defense. Uh, I think if I'm them, I try to re-sign him. Uh, he came at a cheaper deal. They uh, again, they have Gary and Conley. They have Vernon Hargraves. Vernon Hargraves didn't cut, and they'll make ten million on him anyway. So yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Uh, they also have Lamar Miller and Carlos Hyde going into free agency. So basically, they're left with Duke Johnson at running back. So I'm imagining they will go running back in the draft because that's it's a good draft this year for running back. There's a bunch of them, whether it's Swift. Or Dobbins, or uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, Dobbins, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. There's a lot of running backs in this draft. There's also, but I think they need corner. I think that they're yeah. If they're gonna invest first, their second round pick, they should go corner. They should also good good year to be going for corner. There's a bunch of guys going into free agency: Rashad Breeland, Mo Claiborne, basically everybody who was on the um, Kansas City Chiefs game. But actually, there's like three guys who were in the Super Bowl at corner who are gonna be free agents this year. It was Emmanuel Mosley, the uh, Mo Claiborne, Brashad Breland, Kendall Fuller. So there's going to be guys that if you're looking to fix your corner depth chart, it's a good time to be trying to fix it. Yeah. And you can throw some money at it. You might not even have to pay that much. Um, they got a free safety. They might need uh, a little bit more of a hard-hitting, strong safety. You might be able to get one of those in free agency. Uh, O-line is still suspect with them. Again, it's the usual suspects with O line, everybody. Um, but left tackle, left tackle's been fine. Um, I think with 
the the big one that we talk about with guard is uh you know I don't think they're going to invest in guard, but there's sheriff, you know the guy from uh, Washington. There's also Thune, been tied a lot to the Jets, but you know coming from the Patriots. So, I think that's a potential uh, hit. They'll go for offensive linemen. I think uh, free agency and the draft, they got to go for corner. Yeah. I mean, their 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 defense was Swiss cheese, everything. Like it was uh, still slightly. Oh no, no, it's never mind. Was... Slightly monster. Yeah, that's it was Swiss cheese, but also slightly monster. It was a it was a very cheesy defense. Ah. Um, maybe some macaroni thrown in there as well. But uh, you had JJ Watt, who's like. And Whitney Merciless. They gave Whitney Merciless an extension. I don't know how much longer J.J. Watt's going to be playing football. Like, he's been playing for almost 10 years now. He's hurt just about every year. Yeah, he always seems to have a pectoral, a groin, a, a butt. Yeah. And we all have butts, but, like, his butt not still, working the same way. still he amazing to. he was able to come back as soon as he was, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, him getting activated off IR. And that changed their defense. Like, that was a thing. Like, he did make them better. Yeah. Um. So, he, I could see him being back next year. I think the it's the rest of the defense. It just it and, and not for nothing that they have Will Fuller, they're uh, and Kenny Stills. Will Fuller's in the last year of his deal. They they might want to look at if they're going to extend him. Um, because when they lose Will Fuller, the team their offense just takes a dive. Yeah, it's like when they have that field stretcher in Will Fuller, he does something to that offense. Uh, I said before, they really only have one running back on the roster that's, like, solid, and that's Duke Johnson, who they traded for. A good third down back, but it's not the guy you want running every. Yeah, he's not in every down back. At least he hasn't been utilized as such. Um, they, uh, you know, they, they trade away Jadavian Clowney. He's gone. Yep. Don't have him anymore. Um, and I think they need another pass rusher, but they're not, like, they, they're not really in a position to get one. Right, they're not like there's not a really good spot for them to go ahead and get a pass rusher. Oh, but the thing we got to realize is they might have 56 million in cap space this year, but they also got to re-sign Laramie Tunsil. They also got to re-sign Deshaun Watson, and those guys are coming up at the end of their contracts. Those are big deal mm -hmm. names. I mean, Tunsil has a 10 million dollar cap hit. They just extended Merciless. Like, so even if they're going at people, they got to be careful with how they're spending their yeah. cap. Um. And, you know, they're wearing down DeAndre Hopkins. They need to get him some some help. Like, you know, Kenny Stills looks like he's aging out relatively quickly. Um, Kiki Cutie, okay. Maybe they look at a receiver. Um, I think top three issues, though, for this team are you always got to tweak the O-line, maybe get a, a guard in, like, the second or third round. Um, doesn't seem like something they'll do because they never seem to do it. Go after uh, some corner depth. And again, like I said, free agency this year at corner. It's relatively deep. You got guys like Eli Apple, potentially Janoris Jenkins going to be a free agent if the Saints cut him. Uh, because, you know, he's not on the Giants anymore. He's on the Saints. Uh, a couple of, oh, Brian Poole from the Jets. They managed yep. to snipe him from you guys. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of a lot corners. Of a lot of corners on the market. I think you got to figure out what your scheme is. It is they just uh, they got a little Romeo Cornell, right? Yeah. Oh, yes, they did. So it comes down to what their new defense is going to even look like. Um, probably still going to be a three-four. Still probably going to be a lot of man coverage. But in that case, you need guys who can play man coverage. Which, yeah. congrats. <laughs> they uh, again, Vernon Hargraves has been meh for the whole time he's been in the NFL. Gary Conley, like I, I was shocked. Like he actually played pretty well. He actually, uh, you know, he's been up and down 
But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the extent of my uh, my Texas my Texans Texas knowledge. Rant, yeah, my Texans uh, information. Uh, I, again, uh, listed out the guys who I think that would work best for them. That's a team that uh, as long as Deshaun Watson's there, they got a shot. One of these years, though, not having all these first pit first round picks is going to hurt them. Uh, how, you know, not having a GM is going to hurt them. Yep. Uh, Bill O'Brien fired the the cap space guy. Oh, one of the reasons why this has happened, though, by the way, right? If you didn't notice this, uh, ownership's been a little weird because the the owner died last year. Yes, he did. And now his son's kind of like running it, but he's just like, here, Bill O'Brien, you just do everything. And that was it. And now Bill O'Brien runs everything. He's the GM. He's the conqueror. Um, they have no first round pick this year, no first round pick next year. They're late in the second round. They're, they're going to have about six, seven picks in the draft, but none of them like in the top 50. Yeah. So maybe they trade up. It's a, it's a good deep draft. If you're looking to get receiver, they might trade up. And if there's like a falling corner, grab one of them. Uh, Gladney has been rumored to be anywhere from the first round to the second round. He's a good man corner. Depends on where they're going forward with all of this. I, uh, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Bill O'Brien. Me neither. Uh, I I don't know how I, I going into this offseason is going to be interesting, right? Because we saw all the moves last year, right? They were they went hard, right? They yeah. were throwing first round picks, second round picks, third round picks. They were just going at it. We want to get everything we can. What? How do they address this? How are they going to go into this year now without a GM? And how are they scouting everybody? And you know, okay, we're just going to go ahead and sign Laramie Tunsil to a long deal. Well, that's great, but you got the rest of the guys in that yeah. offensive line. Deshaun Watson takes a lot of sacks. I think the biggest problem is what happens next year. You know, Deshaun Watson takes a lot of hits. He sure does. What happens next year when, you know, if he gets a lot of hits and he breaks? Because that was a worry this year. It was a worry last year. It's been a worry since he tore his ACL. He takes a lot of hits. He moves around a lot. It It could be coming. He's not a big dude. Um, you bring Tom Savage back. That's what you do, or you trade for Cam Newton. No, Whoa. that 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 was a joke. I think he's gonna be on the Chargers. Cam Newton. That's an interesting one. That's who I think the Chargers gonna go with. They're gonna go with the Cam Newton along with the Tyrod Taylor. So assuming Cam Newton's even healthy, that was actually one of the things from the Carolina Panthers. They, they were said like, like this future on on his team is based off of his health, but I, even if he's healthy, I just don't see him coming back to Carolina next year. No, nah, I don't either. Um. Yeah, so uh, Texans are in a weird, sp- uh, weird spot, and part of it is because Bill O'Brien's in charge of everything. Yep. Uh, I think they probably uh, they're in that division though. They can make it back to the to the playoffs. They could lose second round again. They could lose second. They, they, well, they never make it further than that, right? Yeah. I think they got their first win this year, right? They keep making it to the playoffs and losing, so maybe eventually they win. But again, if they don't fix that, the, their defensive backs, if they don't fix uh, their current uh, scheme, I, I don't see them. I don't see them really going far next year. They, like they'll make it to the playoffs again. I'm pretty sure because again, your division is Jacksonville. Who? Oh my God, that that situation's killing me. Yeah. And their their cap space is kind of weird. And then you got the Colts, who. Once they figure out quarterback, again, another one is probably in the running for Phillip Rivers. And you have the Tennessee Titans. Again, that's a team that quarterback is kind of questionable unless they bring back Tannehill, which they haven't officially you know Done announced yet. yet. So 
they you know as long as you're in that division you you got a fighting chance buccaneers same thing like, buccaneers almost the opposite buccaneers in a rough division they got the falcons they got the saints two elite teams that hopefully bounce back um the good thing is they're also in a division with the panthers who look like they're in rebuild mode so anyway uh any final thoughts on either of these two teams nope i guess all right, well, you can follow the draft. You can follow the podcast at DraftVice on Twitter, at DraftVice underscore football on Instagram. You can follow me at Brojo Death Punch. That's B R O J O Death. You know, the thing you go for funerals for, right? You don't go to funerals for the food, you go for death and then punch. And you can follow me on Instagram on Har- at Harry Van Ness. Harry is in the Potter, Van as the thing you get kidnapped in, and Ness as in Loch Ness Monster. I met the Loch Ness Monster once. Was he a nice guy? No. You you should never meet your heroes, folks. Uh, Never. Um, Also, I'm going to be having a couple of new podcasts and a couple of new projects coming out, so I'm going to stick those into the show notes file. And uh, hopefully you guys uh, come back around. We'll do a few more episodes. Hopefully we hit free agency. We'll have more of these out. Uh, And then I I will do a big pre-free agency extravaganza show uh, uh, right before that happens. And... uh, Thank you for tuning in. See you next time. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about to pass. I'm about to be.